Welcome to the Beards of Prey podcast with Haas and Raz. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the discussion where we try to bridge the gap between everyone. So Haas, why don't you tell us a bit about uh, why we're starting this? Uh, yeah, so I guess it's a topic for a different day, but uh, we're basically here to try to, you know, bridge the gap. There's always a gap between generations, you know, kids and parents. Uh, even if you're in the same country as your parents. And uh, I think once your family, you know, moves to the West, I think that gap becomes now like twice as large, three times as large, because you're dealing with uh, different and unfamiliar cultures and different types of people and different stereotypes now, right? So basically, I way to, you know, kind of bridge that gap and show the young ones that uh, that there's still people out here that, you know, were born and raised here that maybe got here before them and who've handled the pressures uh, that they're going to be facing. Yeah, I feel that sometimes the younger generation, they feel that they may not have someone to relate to. So uh, we're just trying to create a platform to, as you mentioned, bridge that gap. At the same time, I think that it's important also to demystify the Muslim image because we're often shown in an odd or a negative way. And people may not realize that Muslim or not, the majority of people are going to be the same at the end of the day. So we're just trying to show a normal everyday light side to the Muslim image. So did you hear about the Taliban endorsing Trump? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. It's just kind of, it's just stirring the pot, you know, like they're just trying to stir the pot with other Americans and get the same kind of rise that the West gets out of destroy, disturbing the East, right? So yeah, it's hilarious. It's, uh, it's just funny because, you know, it's like two extremes on opposite ends and then they kind of realize that they may be more similar than they think yeah. so it was a funny new uh, yeah. it was a funny piece of news so in the past month or so we've seen a couple of incidents that i think uh, need to be discussed i think it started in sweden when there was a man or a group of people they burned the quran in a muslim majority neighborhood and their goal was to incite the crowds mm-hmm. basically and that obviously led to protests and i think probably a bit of violence as well And what's interesting, though, is that, as I mentioned, Mm -hmm. they did it in a Muslim-majority neighborhood. And the person who did it, that person has been banned in other countries for inciting, like, hate and stuff. So it's obvious that, um, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. their actions were simply just to stir the potter, just to, um, as I mentioned, incite violence. I mean, that's it's unfortunate that, first of all, that he did that, that, that people are out here doing those kind of things. And obviously, we don't, we don't condone that kind of stuff. And... It's obviously going to like, you know, it's going to create disruptions within the community. But at the same time that you got to be careful with what your reaction is, you know, absolutely. It's it's one thing to be upset. It's another thing to act out violently. And like, it it just doesn't make any sense. And it just goes against what Islam is really all about. Right. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. uh, Like we're also going to talk about uh, Charlie Hebdo and the teacher getting killed for showing the cartoon of the prophet. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I that, think that's, uh, that's also the same thing. When, yeah, yeah, it's all the, so yeah, it's all the same thing. Just before we go into the, what happened in France, um, one thing we were discussing before also is just it's a bit uh, funny in Sweden because you know we when we want to dispose of the Quran, we burn it as well, and uh, it's unfortunate that they're doing it. It's also unfortunate the way people are reacting because you know as Muslims, um, even if we're offended, we're not taught to react in this way. So we should, uh, there should not be any kind of violence or any, any kind of protests to this. If they have any issues with it, they mm-hmm. should try to talk to them about it.
So uh, although they're doing us a favor, their yeah. intentions are to be rude. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you mentioned, so yeah. France, unfortunately, has had a series of very, very terrible incidents. And we condemn these incidents very strongly. Uh, just a couple of days ago, as, as you mentioned, there's a teacher who showed an image of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and someone ended up killing him. So this, honestly, like me personally, I'm disgusted by this and I'm shocked by it that someone can be so intolerant towards, you know, even if you hate someone, even if you despise mm-hmm. somebody, that does not give you the right to harm them, you know? And uh, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I think it's also unfortunate because I, I just uh, came to my, it just came to my mind that even the Prophet Muhammad said that your teachers are like your parents, you know? So obviously mm-hmm. we don't agree with everything our teachers say, but we have to give them that respect as our teachers and our educators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, pretty unfortunate. Even in the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him, you know, there are always people that uh, him and his family and, you know, his companions, his disciples would be ready to, you know, pick up a sword and go slit their throats or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I mean, he would tell them himself that this is what we're about, you know, like you need to, there's a higher calling and you need to move towards that instead, right? So, I mean, it it doesn't make any sense what these people, what these so-called Muslims are doing nowadays, you know, with the protests and killing others and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, honestly. And uh, it's true that it's a minority, but unfortunately, you know, when a minority makes loud noise, they're going to be heard. And now, like me personally, where I live, Mm -hmm. I've been getting messages from people uh, raising allegations or asking me about not just Mm -hmm. not just this incident, but also other events that have happened in the past. And uh, to be honest, it's hard. You know, like there's a point where you kind of get tired of giving the same explanation every time when yeah. someone does this to say that this is not what Islam teaches. And, um, yeah, go good. And yeah, it's always us that has to like, you know, like come back with a, an apology or a reason why yeah. you don't do this. But, you know, you never hear like an atheist group or a Christian group or, you know, like whoever else commits these crimes. Like, you know, like domestic terrorism is the biggest problem absolutely. in terms of terrorism yeah, absolutely. in the U.S. But you never hear anybody you know like this isn't what we're about kind of thing yeah. like it's it's the muslim group that feels like it has to they always have to answer speak out right yeah like in, yeah and you know even yeah. even when we do speak out because you know we have been speaking about it then people will say that why aren't there more people speaking out and it's just funny you know because like yeah. uh, where i live in the past two months there's been a couple of incidents where parents parents or adults basically they kill their kids but no one expects like you know mm. a group of people to come out and be like this is not this is not what we're about because you know we know that there's going to be crazy people yeah. in every nation and country yeah. you know so going back to what you said in the beginning about the prophet um you know when you look at the quran when you look at his life there's multiple verses in the quran that say that you're gonna be insulted you're gonna be mocked and you should be patient and you should forgive and if you do anything you should leave that gathering and it's interesting that the teacher you know, before he showed the pictures or the picture, I'm not sure. He said that if there's anybody who feels offended, they can leave the classroom. And this is what Islam says also in the Quran. It says mm-hmm. that, you know, if you see God's signs or his prophets, whatever being mocked, then you should leave. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. what he did, obviously, even if we don't, even if we don't agree with it, he has the right to do that. And if we feel offended, we leave it. We ignore it. And that's what Islam mm-hmm. teaches us. Um, it's very unfortunate that people have the need mm-hmm. and they have the belief that, they're going to take the law in their own hands or they're going to harm or hurt a person for offending them. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think one of the problems is that 
you know, let's be honest, people don't take Christianity very seriously sometimes. You know, like how many times do you hear jokes about Christians and uh, Jesus and all that kind of stuff, right? So, and and people think everybody should not be offended by whatever it is they want to talk about. And, you know, this whole like PC culture as well, uh, it, it's kind of the opposite end. So like they want to combat that. They're basically offended by people being offended, you know, so it's this whole weird cycle going on in the world nowadays and there's just so much information out there all of a sudden you know like humans are humans like for what six thousand years all we did was read books you know we read like a book every week or two weeks like now like how much information is there you know like every single second you're just bombarded with information and misinformation is obviously the worst part but uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like with all the misinformation out there, it can get kind of confusing, like, you know, where you're supposed to look and what's true, what's not. So, and like I said, like being offended by these things, is kind of stupid at the same time where it's a drawing at the end of the day. You have to understand like these people, like I said, they make fun of their own religion and their own cultures and they're trying to do the same thing and get a rise. But like, you got to you got to be better than that. And, you know, obviously this stuff does offend us. And we believe that everybody should have a mutual respect for one another. And uh, we believe that we shouldn't mock the faiths or beliefs of anybody. But at the end of the day, if someone does do that, that's on them. And the way to respond to that is by being patient, by ignoring it, and calling that person to a civil dialogue. Because that's what we've been taught and that's what we preach. So we would never, ever uh, stoop to the level of a terrorist and, you know, kill a person for doing that because that's just ridiculous. It's terrible. And honestly, it needs to be condemned in the strongest words. And uh, we will always, always condemn that. And I think it's interesting that with these people who do these actions, usually they do it for attention. You know, when you look at Charlie Hebdo, for example, in 2015, before the attacks, um, that magazine was pretty much non-existent. No one had heard of it before. And now it's become, for the past five years, it's become an Mm -hmm. international magazine, which was um, sold around the world. So basically... You know, these people are saying they want to uh, defend the honor of the prophet or whatever, but by their disgusting actions, they've made those cartoons or those images or whatever uh, spread around the world. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's the same way. There was a guy a couple of months ago, maybe. Um, I think he made a video. I I just uh, saw like a reaction to it. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but he made a video of him like eating the pages of the Quran and it was supposed to be like an insult or something. And... um, it was funny because, yeah. you know, the comments to the video and stuff were like, people were asking, like, do you not have food at home and stuff? So, you know, like, I don't understand how is that yeah. an insult to us? If if anything, you know, a person who does that, his behavior is an insult to himself. It, it shows how much of a fool that person is. And there's yeah. been other incidents as well that people will do, yeah. like, ridiculous things to either the Quran or, like, you know, just something. And I think it doesn't even, uh, it's, it's not even worth our time, basically, to take those people seriously. So in conclusion, what we have to tell the world and what we have to tell ourselves is that, you know, we should all have respect for one another, but we can't force people to respect us. And if there's anybody who doesn't respect us, if there's anybody who wants to mock us, they're free to do so. And we respond the way we've been taught, which is to ignore and be patient. And if anything, if we want to do anything, and this is specifically, you know, people who want to, who have the need to like eat our scripture or do something strange like that. You know, we would invite those people to a meal. We can give them something better to eat than paper. Um, and this is what we try to do with everybody, regardless of faith. We try to build bridges. We try to build conversation and friendship because 
at the end of the day, we're all human. We all bleed red. And our um, human link or our human connection has to be stronger than everything else. That concludes the discussion for today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please drop us a like. Please, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to us at beardsofprey at gmail.com. That's beardsofprey at gmail.com. Pray with an A. And we hope you tune in for future episodes because we have a lot to discuss. And yeah, speaking of uh, discussions, uh, what's your take on the NBA Finals there? I wasn't surprised at all. I expected the Lakers would win. To be honest, I knew that, or not, not I knew, but from the beginning of the season, I expected one of the LA teams to win. Um, it was pretty, I was pretty impressed how easily the Lakers made it to the finals. Uh, and I was kind of disappointed yeah. that it was such a blowout in game six, you know, after that intense game five with the Miami, I thought mm-hmm. that, you know, it would be better. But at the end of the day, the better team won. Um, it was interesting with the whole COVID yeah. bubble and stuff. Uh, I think, honestly, mm-hmm. I, I'm very impressed with the way they managed to pull everything off. Yeah, no, the bubble was impressive. I really didn't think they'd get through it. I thought they'd have a case or two from, like, outside, like, from the, the staff or something, and then it would just carry through, and that'd be it. But, no, it's really impressive. Maybe he should be running, like, COVID for the U.S. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Adam Silver. Good call. Adam no, Silver, like, for sure. Obviously, they have a lot of money, and they, they it's private money. So, But uh, the other thing, yeah, just going back to the Lakers is – uh they're just lucky they didn't have to play the Clippers or the Raptors or the Bucks, you know, like they didn't play a top defense in the whole playoffs. So they got lucky. It is what it is, but we, the North will be back next year and the year. We'll be back that. next year at the same Giannis time. 2020. <laughs> Giannis 2020. At the same time, at the same time, just to defend the Lakers, it's not their fault that the teams weren't able to compete. So yes, they were lucky, yeah. but at the same time, it's not on them, you know. So I don't think there's any kind of asterisk or any kind of exception for this ring. I think it was just as earned as as any other championship. But uh, now I know now it's going to be a couple of uh, quiet months because there's no basketball, so that's kind of sad. But uh, we have to wait until the next season if it begins. Yeah. Even we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully. But uh, yeah, I need to get out of this car. I've been sitting in the car for the last 25 minutes. Yeah. It's like 10 You've degrees out here. In, so. 10 degrees out here. It's cold and we yeah. appreciate the effort you made. You, we appreciate your sacrifice. And then I'll see you next week, man. Right. Thanks for the talk. At the end, we hope that you have a great week and peace be upon all of you. God over everything. <laughs>